When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have very mixed feelings about a recent purchase that I made. And I think I need to talk through it because logically, I'm glad we own it. Practically, it's an important thing to have in our house. For safety purposes, it's needed. But something about it just doesn't feel right. Is it the ginormous baby playpen? Yep. Jail thing you bought, Ellie? The baby jail or the baby (laughs) zoo or whatever you want to call it. But I found on Amazon this, I don't know, every word seems pen. You call it a pen? It's kind of like a. It's a pen. Yeah. You you could use it to keep your baby in one part of the house. It's a a hexagon, pretty much. Yeah. But it it could also work at a petting zoo. You know what I mean? Yeah. There could be chickens and rabbits in there, yeah. right? Or a couple of those miniature goats, those little, real little goats. Yeah. They could be in there. And, but we use it for Ellie. And we've only had it for three or four days. I set it up the day it arrived. And it's fine. Right? It's fine. I thought you were really excited. About I that. was really excited until I looked through the bars and saw our baby. And it's like going to the zoo, looking at like, like the zoo critters. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It makes me feel weird too. Also weird, I just don't like the way it looks. Even though I appreciate that you picked out the cream color to match my aesthetic. There's not a lot of color options. There's a dark gray. It's not the color. It's just like there's a lot going on. You know what I mean? Like it definitely is not minimalist. No, but I don't think that's an option. Like I think because it's a, a kid thing, well, we're getting off track. It's not It's not meant to be an, a designer accessory for the house. Right. It's meant to keep the child, a baby, who is starting to scoot and crawl, which which Ellie is, it's to from getting to a place. So for me, when I'm home alone, when you're at work, I was all excited about it because if I had to just step into the bathroom for a second, I would pick up Ellie, you know, mm-hmm. put her in her little chair and then put the chair like away from anything that could fall and hurt her. And then I would go. And we have the dogs. So yeah. you don't want somebody to ring the doorbell, the dogs to jump, jump on the off baby. the couch, land yeah. on the baby, whatever. So it was just a thing. So I thought this would help. And I just don't like looking through the non-minimalist chain link fence looking thing. <laughs> it does. Oh my gosh. It That's what it looks like. It looks like a chain link fence. Yeah. So this morning <laughs> I, Try not to use it. I came down to the studio with Ellie. I put a blanket on the floor and I put a bunch of her toys on it and she was fine for like 10 minutes. Then I watched her scoot over and she starts playing with the headphone, with the cable that the headphones are on, which yeah. is which is fine. Like that's not going to electrocute her or anything. You have to watch her. Right. But if she ended up pulling it. Like it could pull, you know, something. So I, I was like, okay, so I relocated her. And then 
the next time I looked down, she had scooted over to the extension cord surge protector thing. And she was pulling on that cord and she was about to start gnawing on that. And I'm like, okay. You could put her in her playpen. That's so tiny. It's so small though. Yeah. And she likes to explore. So I feel like that's kind of. So I put her in this thing, in this baby zoo. And she looks at Jeff like so sad. Like she's like, what, what, what well, her, happens her, to me? What sucks is her current favorite sport is touch Sadie. So <laughs> And Sadie hates being touched by her. So Sadie will get up and move. So then it's like a new game. Yeah. It's, so she'll scoot from one side of the floor to the other, reach out her hand and almost like two magnets that are, have their, you know, their opposites or whatever. As her hand extends, Sadie stands up and walks away and then walks away and goes and lies down on the other side of the room. And Ellie watches her and then scoots to the other side of the room and does that. Well, you know what I witnessed today? Ellie scooted towards Sadie until she hit the edge oh. of the fence. And then started crying. Oh. So I don't know. I know it's for her safety. And I know. You could just do what I do and make a pillow barricade around her. You know how much longer you're going to be able to do that? Well, it'll work for this week. Exactly. And next week she's going to be able to scale pillows. Mm. So I don't know. I was thinking about some sort of remote control harness system. That would hang from the ceiling. And that way, if she got too close to an extension cord, you just push a button and like retract her like a leash. It would zip her right off the ground. She would swing a little bit and then you just lower her in a safer, safer spot. I think that's how most of the Cirque du Soleil people got their first jobs. Mm-hmm. The upside means living in gratitude finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. This episode is brought to you by Dinner Affair. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and despite my complaints, I am grateful for the things that make life easier as a parent, whether they're a little you know, baby gates or stair barriers or uh, chairs of neglect that you can set your child in for a few minutes while you have to take care of some other business. I appreciate all those things. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the fenced in front yard that we have. This is kind of a weird topic because I'm not really sure how you feel about it, Jeff, but I put it on the schedule because I wanted to ask you. And then my hope is that it would generate something interesting. If you're a new listener to... The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Yes, we are married. We have been married for almost five years now. Yeah. Uh, but since we started doing the podcast, sometimes we'll save non-urgent conversations for the show. Right. So unless one of us is, is actually has a bleeding wound, we will say something like, hey, I want to ask you something, but I'll do it tomorrow while we're recording. Yeah. So do you feel at all like our marriage has changed since we had a baby? Well, okay. Here, that, that's a, for me, that's a trick question. Do you want me to answer it first? If you want to, yeah. So I feel like towards the end of pregnancy and like 
up until recently, actually, that our focus was so much on the baby that we were like, you know, I mean, like we sleep next to each other and we work together. So we interact all the time, but it just felt like our relationship not took a back burner. It's not, it just, we had other things that we were so focused on. Like and keeping I, a tiny little baby safe. Yeah. Like that. That's to be expected. I would, I would hope that everybody makes that their priority until they figure out how to do it until they buy themselves a baby jail. Yeah. And then I was recovering from surgery and then all this stuff And I just now feel like, so Ellie's eight months and I feel like we're just now starting to get our normal relationship back. You're not even going to address my health scare? Your health scare, your wisdom tooth needed to be pulled out? Yep. No, I'm going to leave that off the table for the purpose of this conversation. But There um, there, There was a harrowing 72 hours. Yeah. Yeah, it was actually like a whole month because you were walking around the house like miserable for a month. So that said, do you feel as I feel that we're our marriage is getting back to something that looks normal? Okay, here's this is the good and bad of being me. Okay, because I'm not. Can I guess what you're about to say? Yeah, you're going to say you're totally oblivious. I'm not oblivious to it at all. But sometimes I dislike how practical and matter of fact my brain is. Explain to the class. I just go through life dealing with whatever is presented, okay, whatever is in, in front. So if it's a new baby, if it's if it's something as significant as a new baby or or moving to a new house or whatever like big significant things Oh, yeah, we like did that. that too. Or if it's something smaller, like, you know, even like, oh, we don't have any food in the house. What are we going to do for dinner tonight? Who has time to go to the grocery store? Like all those things. To me, I think on the emotional scale, all of those things register exactly the same. It's just something that you deal with and you process it and you move on. And I like that practical side of me, but I also wish I was more, I very much wish that I was more of a feeler of emotion. So I'm not oblivious to it. I acknowledge it, but to me, it's to be expected. And of course things will, as life calms down, of course things will go back to normal. But do you feel like they're getting back to normal or do you feel like? I guess I feel like they're getting back to normal. Like I felt like our. our, Or we're finally getting into a routine that's healthy for Ellie, but also healthy for us. Because my thing has always been like, and this is the way that I was raised. And I think Jeff was raised this way too. But correct me if I'm wrong. It's like your marriage comes first. Your kids are a close second. You know what I mean? Like I always, I felt totally loved by my parents and I have the best parents ever, but I 1000% know that they prioritize their relationship all the time. And I think that's why you and I have such a good relationship is because that was the model that I had was you guys, you know, 
Like yeah. your relationship is first, your kids are second. And that's just kind of the way it is. So I was like, oh my gosh, are we too late? <laughs> I don't think, see, I don't even process it that way because I just think you have, I have, not you or I, but a person my practical brain is like, you have a relationship with your children. You have a relationship with your spouse. You have a relationship with your friends. You have a relationship with your parents. They all register differently, but they just are what they are. What I feel like his throne is just odd is Ellie's now eight months old. We haven't had a date night since she's been born, but I don't think that's because- I don't either. I think it's because of COVID. It's because of COVID. Because we weren't, we didn't leave the house for the first three months with her because she was tiny with no immune system, right? And then, uh, and they, I don't know, we just got used to not leaving the house. So our date nights are like making home Kevin's homemade pizza recipe. Yeah, like we put the kid down. We put it the kid. We put Ellie down and then we see see what happens since we got the baby jail. It's not even Ellie anymore. It's the kid. It's just the kid. We throw the kid in the in the cage. But anyway, so I don't know. I feel like it's a natural thing that people go through. I am really grateful that I feel like we are even better partners now than we were before. Like I know that a lot of my friends in their marriages have had a really hard, like it's been a big adjustment in their marriage. And to us, I feel like we're still on the same team and we're still want the same things and we're still each other's number one. We just, our goal has switched from like, oh, fun all the time to, okay, we have a goal and it's to keep Ellie safe, happy, and loved. Does, it's a good goal, but it's just a different goal. Does it ever bother you that I'm so practical? I don't know that, <laughs> that I would consider you someone that's practical. With my emotions and stuff. Are you though? Oh, you don't think I am? Oh, maybe this is a different discussion for a different time. <laughs> well, no, I just, I'm, yeah. I, you're so into your relationships with other people in an intense way that I'm surprised you weren't like, you haven't been chomping at the bit to like get a babysitter and go on a date night. Well, I feel like we have, we've just discussed that. We have date nights. They just changed because of COVID. And now it's, I just recently remembered, I'm like, oh, we can go to a, a restaurant and have I know, a steak I kind of and a like almost forgot. I almost forgot that that was an option. Like we've been to restaurants with friends and stuff yeah. or with Ellie. With Ellie, right. But I'm uh, like, we wanted to do a date night. If we want to do a date night, I, I, I just now realized, just recently realized like, oh, that's back on the table. That's an option now. Yeah. Over the past several months. So yeah. here's the other thing though. Are we, because you and I like to drink wine on our date nights. So we usually take an Uber. Are we Ubering again? Yeah. Are we? Okay. I think Ubers are back. I know that they've been around, I've but seen I them, didn't know I'm like. I've seen them dropping off people over like near the apartments and the restaurants up the road. Yeah. Yeah. Uber's I know there. they're back, but I just like, are we protecting Uber drivers? Are we, I mean, Georgia is like pretty low. Like people around here aren't getting vaccinated yeah, so much. You, so I would wear a mask in an Uber. Yeah. Maybe you have to still. Anyway. Yeah, it might still be the law. I'm glad that we're on the same team and I love you. And it's, I don't know why I was like. Not surprised, but I'm like, finally, we're getting our groove back. Thank God, because I have missed you as my boyfriend. 
I did not miss you because to me, you had never gone anywhere. <laughs> Sorry. Practical. And here's the difference between men and women. Practical. Right here. We got a message from Matt and Chattanooga who- Oh, I love Matt. Matt and Chattanooga left us a message. And I think he is going to, he has given us the opportunity to flip a switch when it comes to something that normally gets looked at non-upsidey. He is giving us a chance to flip it and make it upsidey. Okay. Is he mad? Or are we in trouble? No, not at all. He just is he's gonna tell a great story. I'm gonna it was on yesterday's show, but I'll play it here in case somebody didn't didn't catch the voicemails. He or a week or two ago, when we were talking about the woman in the grocery store who wanted the five bucks, a lot of people said, just cough up the five dollars. It's it'll you know, even if it's a scam, you're going to give her five it's bucks. five bucks, not 500. And you're going to get some good karma off of that. Mm -hmm. I feel like, well, here, let me play Matt's message and then I'll tell you my point of view. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, this is Matt in Chattanooga. Uh, years ago, uh, I was outside of Nashville at Jack in the Box getting something to eat. I hadn't worked in a month and I was down to my last $50. This homeless lady come in and asked the manager for some food, and they told her no. So I gave her my last last few dollars because I was back to work, because uh, I knew I'd make, make that money back. On the way back to work, uh, I get a call from an advertising agency when we do some photography for them. In a month and a half, I made $20,000. So it, it comes back to you, and that lady gave me the biggest hug. She was crying, so I, nobody ever helps me. And I was like, here, just take it. Get what you want and keep the change. So it, it comes back to you. All right, y'all have a wonderful weekend. Thanks. Bye. So he does a good deed for a stranger. Well, I just want to, like, hug Matt. And does that also make you feel, like, a little bit bad? No. it's $5? I've already addressed that. I wish I had. Um is that that's you know that ship has sailed so to speak but what i thought was interesting is most people when they reflect on karma they do it in a negative sense like if if something right, karma's going to get you if i got a flat tire on my way home from the grocery store it would be easy to say Oh, well, I didn't give that woman five bucks. That's bad karma. Ran over a nail. Now I got to go buy a new tire. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's easy to process things that way. And I think when it comes to karma, if you're a believer in karma, that's the way most people process karma. So my suggestion inspired by Matt or my idea suggested by Matt is if you, like Matt, have an example of good karma, tell us about it. Share the story on our voicemail. And I'll do a whole montage at the end of one of the shows of good karma stories. So if you, so if you're essentially bragging on yourself. But yeah. if, if you go above and beyond to help a, another person and you do something kind, you do something good, and you're immediately rewarded with something good back, share the story. Because that's more upside-y than talking about karma in the negative sense.
Yes. Is, am I making sense? Yeah, totally. All right. Our voicemail, if you don't have it in your phone, is 800-434-5454. So the specific question that I'm asking is, please share your story of immediate good karma from something positive or kind that you did or somebody you know did. We were talking a second ago, going back to getting our group back in marriage and stuff like that. And I read something that said that the happiest couples have one thing in common. This is like research based on our relationship. Do you have an idea of what that is? Bow, chicka, bow, wow. No. Uh, one person in the relationship, at least one person in the relationship makes really good grilled cheese sandwiches. That would be yours. <laughs> no. Do you have another idea? If, I if, was actually, I was kind of surprised by this, but it makes sense, but I would never guess it. Um, random back rub slash shoulder massages slash scalpy scratches. Um, you are getting a look into Jeff and I's relationship right now and what's important to him. Scalpy, and obviously scal scalpy scratches, uh, scalpy scratches. Obviously, um, he is a physical touch person and a grilled cheese sandwich person and a grilled cheese sandwich person. How great would it be to have scalpy scratches while eating a grilled <laughs> cheese sandwich? <laughs> Do you think it, anyone can make a grilled cheese sandwich as good as you though? No. Because that's the problem. No. You have to make it, but you can eat it and I'll give you scalp, scalp what, scratches. <laughs> what do all the happiest couples have in common? What is the answer? They both feel like there's a division of power in the relationship. So they both feel like when they either voice their feelings or they can make decisions on behalf of the relationship and that, that they both feel like they have a sense of power. Which I thought was interesting because I kind of wouldn't have thought about that, but that makes sense because that's the definition, in my opinion, of partnership, right? Absolutely. I feel like if it were up to you, Jeff Dollar, that I would probably have more power. I actually had the thought yesterday <laughs> while I was working, um, could I, would it be rude to ask Callie to make every decision for the rest of the month? Because my brain is, I'm having decision fatigue mm -hmm. and I just want you to run things and tell me how it goes and give me scalpy scratches. So there you go. If it were up to Jeff, Jeff's dollar, his perfect world is scalpy scratches and not making decisions while simultaneously eating a grilled cheese sandwich. I don't know a lot of grown up things. I don't make a good grown up. I'm not good at grown upping. But I do know that I like saving money. That's why I was so excited to find out about Policy Genius. Policy Genius makes it so easy to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. They've got thousands of five-star reviews across Trustpilot and Google. And here's what's amazing about it. Policy Genius works for you, not the insurance company. You can trust them to help you find the very best price. You can save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. That means you could be putting over $100 back in your pocket. All you got to do is go to policygenius.com. It only takes a couple minutes to figure out how much life insurance coverage you need and then start comparing the quotes. And once you find something, the Policy Genius team is going to handle the paperwork and the scheduling at no cost to you, no extra fees. Go to policygenius.com to get started right now. 
policy genius. When it comes to insurance, it is nice to get it right. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living affordable for everyone. It's healthy without the hassle, and you can enjoy guaranteed savings and members-only prices. Members save an average of $32 on every order. I used to find healthy shopping so intimidating because I didn't ever know what to look for, and while I still don't totally know what I'm looking for, Thrive's website makes it so easy to navigate, so there's no guesswork involved. I usually click on the snack section to see what snacks they have for me, and I love seeing the new stuff that they add on there, so I typically get a different order every time. But you can also easily shop by over 70 diets and values. So if you're keto, you can click keto. If you're vegan, you can click vegan, and it'll bring up everything they have available in that category that fits what you're looking for. Join Thrive Market today to get $20 off your first order and an exclusive free gift. The only way to get this offer is by going to thrivemarket.com slash upside. That's T-H-R-I-V-E-M-A-R-K-E-T dot com slash upside to get the exclusive offer of $20 off your first order and a free gift. You can't get this offer anywhere else. Go to thrivemarket.com slash upside. Honey is an absolutely free shopping tool that looks all over the internet for the promo codes and the coupons that exist, but you just don't know about, and then applies them, the best one, to your shopping cart. That is going to save you money. They support over 30 thousand stores online, tech stores, gaming stores, fashion brands, even food delivery. So I know you shop online and I know you have been taunted by that empty coupon code or promo code box at checkout like I have. Get Honey today and you will save money like I do. I saved 16 bucks on some shoes a while back. I saved $11 on some cables just a week or two ago. What are you waiting for? If you don't already have Honey, you are missing out on free savings. It's totally free. It installs in seconds. And by getting it, you are going to be putting money in your pocket. Plus, you're going to be supporting Callie and I and this podcast, The Upside, which I know you love doing. You wouldn't be listening if you didn't. I'd never recommend something that I haven't used. So get Honey for free today at joinhoney.com slash upside. That's joinhoney.com slash upside upside. Today's quote of the day is formal education will make you a living. Self-education will make you a fortune. Here are my three random things brought to you by Brown and Company Jewelers. A week or two ago, I remember mentioning some of the foods that you could eat to boost your brain power. Uh, um, I know like berries were on there. I also think broccoli, fish, they were all on there as brain-boosting foods. Uh, there are some foods that are actually bad for your brain. So oh. if you have- Please don't say chocolate. Please don't say chocolate. Please don't say chocolate. If you have a test coming up or a job interview or something where you have to be smart, here are the foods that you want to avoid. Fried foods, bad for your brain. Sugared soft drinks. Refined carbs like pasta and white bread fast food, and surprisingly, and I don't ask me why because it, it didn't say, it just said tuna fish. That's weird. Yep. So don't eat those if you got to be thinking about something. Uh, if you are a person who enjoys the great outdoors but is also a magnet for bugs that bite you, 
Here is a way to ease the discomfort quickly. Um, carry a minty chapstick or other type of lip balm with mm -hmm. you and just rub that over the bug bite location and the menthol that is in the chapstick that gives it the minty flavor yeah. will soothe the bug bite. Interesting. And finally, uh, according to a research journal that discusses marketing and psychology together, if you have a gut, if you have a decision to make, instead of analyzing reams of data, make a gut decision. Oh, Jeff Dollar does not like this. Instinctive gut decisions might be just as good as those based on data. Does that make you sweat? Managers who rely on gut instinct to make decisions about new projects are just as likely to be right as those who rely on written information. Going with your gut is faster than analyzing a ton of data, meaning if you make the wrong decision and you're headed down the wrong path, you have more time to correct that by trusting your gut than if you process the data to make a new decision. How do you feel about that? I... I, I would like to, I he like physically the, can't do it. <laughs> I like the fact that there is now data supporting non-data-based decisions. So because there's data that supports no data, I would be willing to try a gut decision based on the data. Well, best of luck to you there. And those are my three random things. We took a little Facebook, what would you do? And overwhelmingly... There was one answer. I, I don't even think we got opposition. I am shocked at what a landslide land this survey was. I it Don't my, tell the answer because no. I want to Okay, I'm going to tell you the story and then you in your head wherever you are listening to the show, you formulate what you would do in your head, okay? I actually read your post and thought, "Oh, people are going to be mad at her." for posting that because I thought they were going to be overwhelmingly on the opposite side, opposite side. We have a car that has been sitting in front of our house for two months, maybe three, which is whatever it's whatever, but it is double parked and it is street parking. So it's like parallel parking. So it's just a little bit annoying. What's funny about the double part, we've mentioned it before because it drives Kelly's parents nuts because it's parked in a way that it's like 80% in one spot and just 20% in another. So which, which renders the other spot unusable. Yes. And that just drives Callie's dad nuts because if you're going to park a car for somewhere for three months, at least pull it ahead six feet so you can use the two parking spots. It's like the you. people at the airport that park oh, a little bit over the line. Yes. Like, you know you're leaving to go somewhere. Why are you taking another parking spot from someone else? That it, is so rude. At least at the airport, you can justify it by saying, what if they were about to miss a flight? What if they came flying into the parking deck at the last minute or they they happened to pull up the security times and they, got out, they may not have noticed? This person not rushing to catch a flight. That we know of. So Jeff, this was irritating my parents. Then it started irritating Jeff. Now it starts irritating me. So Jeff says to me the other week, I don't want to be this guy, but I kind of want to file a report. 
because it is slightly annoying and it's just sitting there. And what if the car was stolen? What if, you know, whatever. We don't know the story with the car. We know that it has not been moved because of the double parking thing. And I've also done a little first 48 style, Dateline style mm-hmm. forensics. Um, our street is a hill. There's a slope to our street. And if you look under the tires of the car, there's little rocks and sticks and leaves that have gathered from when it rains, water runs mm. down our street. So these little things are stuck underneath the thing. So if somebody was asking me- It's in been an, five years and I'm finally rubbing off on you. Yeah. If somebody was asking me and it was an episode of the first 48, they would ask if that was a suspect car. I would say, no, that car hasn't been moved in some time because of the buildup of debris. Is the first 48 the only crime show that you know? That one, Forensic Files and Dateline. <laughs> I was going to say, because I don't know anyone that watches the first 48. Really? I, I find that. it incredibly irritating because there's no resolution. No matter what happens, they cut it off. That's the same as Unsolved Mysteries, and they tell you that in the title. It's so okay, annoying. It's different, but that's a conversation for another day. So I get on Facebook and I pose the question, when should we, or is it appropriate for us to call the cops and file a report about this car to which, so think about how you feel about all of this, the overwhelming opinion. And I mean, overwhelming. May I pause you just cause I want to address comments that we're going to get. Yeah. As far as we can tell, it's none of our neighbors. Um, we know all of our neighbors and what they drive and see them driving. And, and so it's not anybody who lives here day to day, lives here day to day, or is visiting someone on the street. It's, and there's off street parking for our neighbors. Like you can park behind that. Well, houses. that's what irritates me is I'm, it, I thought it was a handyman for one of our neighbors, just based on the comings and goings, like in January or February. But if you're going to leave your car at someone's house, like park in the deck, you know what I mean? There's an apartment complex right yeah. next door. It just doesn't need to be. Maybe it's a really long repair. Maybe the cabinets Maybe are really long. Really. It's some real intricate crown molding. Overwhelmingly, the response was, I can't believe you didn't call six weeks ago. Everyone was like, okay, first of all, what if a crime has happened and you're sitting in front of the evidence, not saying anything? Sure. Including, but not, but not limited to murder, (laughs) stolen car, stolen car or missing person. I, I never want to me. The only thing that bugs me about it is that they parked 20% in the wrong spot. Other than that, I never thought of a crime. I never thought that the owner could be harmed. I never thought that it could be, you know, stolen. Never. Now I'm now I've got all these episodes of SVU running through my head. Yeah. You know, so it could happen. That could be. So we could. You, so I think I have to call, but I feel a little weird calling the police. Don't call. Someone suggested to call a um the county marshal, but I don't really understand what a marshal does. They might have been in Canada. They might have been Mounties. That's like a cop, but they're on horseback. No. Hello, eh? I hear you have an abandoned car, eh? That's a that's the Canadian police. Um, yeah, I wouldn't call nine one one. I would just call the business office and say, "Hey." Or it could also be a situation like if you saw a cop. You know, sometimes they park across the street and do their paperwork or whatever. Just go knock on their window. You know what else kind of irritates me from a person who owns a car? 
it really drives me nuts because I feel like they're not taking very good care of their car. And I don't know why, but that drives me insane. Like, I don't think it's good for your car to sit outside in the, in the beating sun of the Southern summer for two months. And I kind of want to give them a lecture about taking care of their car. It's not good for your pain. Get it out of the sun, drive the car, not good for, you know, whatever it is that happens when you don't turn on cars. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Today's episode was brought to you by Dinner Affair, the official meal kit for families. Visit dinneraffair.com slash upside for your exclusive discount. You can call us anytime about anything. 800-434-5454. We love your messages and your feedback helps us create the best show for you. I gotta say, I am really proud of you. Jeff Dollar started his couch to 10K or did you do, are you doing couch to 5K first? No, I'm doing couch to 10K. If you have not heard of couch to 10K, can you start a group on there? Cause I know some people were asking like if there was like a group name or a way to like, you know, keep each other. Oh, I'll have to, I'll have to look. Um, you I can ha- start an upside group. Yeah. I haven't decided which app I'm using yet because I, what I've learned is pretty much all the couch to 5k ones are the same the couch to 10k ones there must be different philosophies of getting to run that distance okay which is 6.2 miles why do you say that just because every app is a little bit different like one of them has you not even running for the first two weeks is that the couch to 5k one no the couch to 5k everyone is the same oh the couch to 10k is where I'm saying there must be different philosophies okay. about how to get there because they all have different. So I, I have to look more into them, but I did go out the day before yesterday and uh, just, I, I didn't run at all. I just walked and they said, that's what all the apps had for the very first one. Um, but I will check them to see if there is a group. Cause that could be kind of fun if yeah. everybody's like holding each other accountable. And then that way, whichever 10 K you decide to do um, this, fall, Uh then everybody could join or do virtually or something. I just thought that would be neat. And I'm really proud of you for doing it because it was hot and it was not at all. We we had been drinking the night before because, you know, it was 4th of July and you got up and you got it done. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Hey guys, it's Crystal. Jeff, I cannot agree with you more on this one. Restoring order, putting things back after a party or like a meal at the house, like my birthday party, for example. It wasn't even my house. It was my sister's. And I was like cleaning because I don't know. It's like you can't relax properly or breathe that deep breath of, I can't, you know, it's all done until things are done. So if I was to just go hop in bed and leave the house chaotic, it would drive me absolutely insane. And I would think about it all night and toss and turn. So might as well take that extra few minutes to clean it up beforehand you know, ask somebody, hey, you want to help him, you know, do the, put that bag, do this, do that. Oh my gosh, so much better sleep. Talk to you guys later. Bye. I have been treating the skin discoloration on my face for years, the melasma, okay? And the only thing that effectively treated it was a prescription from a dermatologist. I had to go on a little hiatus when I was pregnant, but as soon as Ellie was born, I was ready to get back on the prescription skincare train but I found myself without time to make the appointment and to go to the appointment. So enter apostrophe. 
Apostrophe connects you with a board-certified dermatologist who will create a personalized treatment plan just for you. I went to the Apostrophe website, I took their online quiz about my skin, and I uploaded a couple of photos of my problem areas, which is like right at my hairline and then a couple um, of spots on my cheeks. And the next day, I woke up with a message from a dermatologist with a prescription and an option to purchase right there. It was that easy. I'm still using my prescription and my skin looks better every week. We have a special deal for our audience. Save $15 off your first visit with a board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash upside when you use our code upside. This code is only available to our listeners. To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash upside and click begin visit. Then you're going to enter the code UPSIDE when you sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash UPSIDE and use the code UPSIDE to get your dermatology visit and save $15. We thank Apostrophe for sponsoring this podcast. Hey, Jeff and Callie. I just wanted to call regarding the closing that you have this month on your show. I hope you know how many people it's touching. It's made me stop and think how other people do see me and that they're not critical of my smile or my wrinkle or I have too much fat or I don't have enough fat, I'm too short, I'm too tall, but actually the way that people who love me actually see me. And I just want to thank you for that. And by the way, I'm a longtime listener and I live in Woodstock, Georgia. My name is Diane. Have a blessed day. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I wanted to say that Jeff, you are totally right. You guys should definitely be on the cover of Podcast Magazine. It's it's a little bit um, ridiculous that you haven't, and especially too that you you know have other podcasts that have made the t- the hot fifty. Um, so I propose to my fellow upsiders that we all email Podcast Magazine and ask them to put you guys on the cover. Um, I just looked at the website. It's I think it's editorial at podcastmagazine.com. And um, I'm going to put this in the Facebook group too. If we can get you guys to uh, number one for this many months in a row, we can get you guys on the cover. So that's my mission. Have a great day. You Bye. I've only ever seen yourself through photographs and the mirror. You've never seen the way your smile beams from its edges every time you talk about something that you love or the way that your eyes light up at the sight of sunrises or coffee or puppies. (laughs) So the next time someone tells you how beautiful you are, don't question it. Because although you have never seen it, it's all that they know. And they've been amazed by it every single day.